0: Put your glad rags on and join us, folks, as we go back to the future. Hmm, not quite the right ring to it. As we adventure through space and time? Uh, yes, that will do. As we adventure through space and time. <laughs> Ahem. for the next chapter of The Eternal Return, yet another jugular-gripping tale of The Extraordinary! <laughs> And what a tale it has been. The world-renowned explorer, Little Dickie Broughton, has traveled into the unknown of the fourth dimension, time itself, in order to locate his missing colleague, Dr. Heinrich von Kliegel using an invention of the doctor's own making, he found himself stranded in the future year of 1958, after he was subdued by future people and sent to a futuristic insane asylum. Little Dicky has formed a search party consisting of young hot rod enthusiast Slick Ricky Moon, the son of matinee idol Randolph Moon, and Ricky's adorable lady friend Hope When last we left our heroes, they had just discovered that Ricky's mother was none other than Vesper Kingsley, retired psychic to the stars, and she is none too happy with little Dickie.
1: Ow! What was that for?
2: Now? You appear now?
0: It would seem so. Mom, why do you keep hitting this guy? He's harmless. Oh yeah? Tell that to your father.
1: What? Hold on now. What is going on? What does Randolph have to do with... What is going on? You and the Doctor... You disappeared in 1928 and never returned. We thought you were dead all this time. That's ludicrous. You know I always come back.
2: Yeah, well, you didn't this time.
1: I'm here now. Better late than never. eh?
2: Don't take this the wrong way, baby. But your mom is scary. You don't know the half of it, young lady. Who is this, Ricky? Another one of your floozies? Mom! Well, Ricky, she's got some attitude. My dad's such a cube, I can just run right over him.
0: I'd gladly trade.
2: So what's the tale, Nightingale? The square showed up in my living room unannounced and ranted about knowing Ricky's father.
1: He said we need to rescue some old stiff. A doctor.
0: The doctor is
2: alive, too?
1: That's why I'm here, and why I apparently disappeared 30 years ago. Did the captain not tell you? He's the one who sent us. Sent you where? Not where. When.
2: You're joking.
1: Look into my eyes, Kingsley.
2: By the gods. That's impossible!
1: And yet, here we are. Wait, what's not possible? Time travel, me boy. A few hours ago, I was in 1928. And now... Like, wow! When did you leave, Dickie? July 13th, exactly a day after the doctor. Oh, dear. I know! And in India, that. Look at this ridiculous harness he fit on me. Apparently it's similar to the one the doctor wore. They both have a device that opens a tunnel in space and time, you see. Dickie, you should know. The only thing I need to know is where the men in white coats took the doctor so I can get him back and somehow travel back to our proper time. There
2: are a number of mental hospitals in the Albuquerque area. Aw, nuts! I don't remember who Daddy called!
1: Albuquerque? New Mexico? Is that where we are? Yeah. You only just now figured that out? Well, it's not like anyone told me. It does explain the oppressive dry heat. Hope? That is your name,
2: yes? Sure is. How'd you know that? Has Ricky been talking about me? Ma! Don't do your party tricks on my new girl! Quiet, Ricky. Hope? Look into my eyes. Okay, Mrs. Moon. Ma'am. Now think back to yesterday, when the men in white came to your home. Sure thing. Daddy was holding down the creepy old guy who kept trying to tell him stories. Think about the men and what they were wearing. The shirts were plain white. No names or logos. Damn. But they put him in a truck. Aha. I see it. A.T. and S.F. What is that? The name of a hospital. Atchison, Topeka, and Santa Fe. What happened? My head feels funny.
1: Hold up, Ma. What do you mean you saw it? Oh, you mean you never told him? Told me what? Dickie. Your dear mama here was known as the psychic to the stars back in the day. Get
2: out! A real-life fortune teller? No, not a fortune teller. Those are
1: charlatans.
2: I am a professional. This has all blown my mind, Mama.
1: How apropos. But I'm afraid this family revelation will have to wait. We have a time-traveling doctor to spring from the loony bin. How do you plan to do that? Simple. Junior here drives, I use my charm, and when that inevitably fails, you just mind control them into letting him go.
2: And what makes you think I'm coming with you?
1: Because you have something very important to tell me that I rudely interrupted. Oh, you noticed? I always notice, my dear. I just choose, at times, not to acknowledge when I do.
2: You guys are out of this world! I'm coming too!
1: I don't think that's a swell idea, Hope.
2: Yeah? Well, if you want to keep playing backseat bingo with this sweet chassis here, you better change that thinking.
1: Ricky? Uh, I... Spank the lad later, Kingsley. Time's a-wasting. To the Moonmobile!
0: And time's a-wasting every second you aren't headed to the store to buy this latest product from our newest sponsor!
3: Hey, guys and dolls. Get ready for the return of everyone's favorite fight tournament. Now on the street. Make the scene with us at Street Fighter Tournament 58. Well, it's not really on the street. It's actually in an alley behind a warehouse on Main. But this street fight ain't for squares. It's gonna be Fat City, with all the ginchiest street fighters coming out to play for you mushroom people. Watch Gilly give a knuckle sandwich to Zangief. <laughs> You're not gonna like this one bit. Ha! <laughs> <Ugh. Ugh. Ugh. laughs> Ha-ha! <laughs> Bingo! See Ryu cook Blanco's goose. Oh 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 oh. The ladies get into the mix too. Look out when Rainbow Mickey cleans Lee Chun's clock.
2: I'm going to make this look cool. <laughs> ha, ha! Oh yeah? Mm.
3: Believe it. It's the craziest game in town where you could bet big on street fights and win big or lose big. And if you can't pay, that's all good. You can pay up in the ring.
1: I didn't understand that I was going to have to fight.
3: Hold still, you Nancy. Uh, So come on down and get your kicks at Street Fighter Tournament 58.
0: I bet even in the future year of 1958, and 8, you can pick one up at whatever has replaced Woolworths. Let us now turn our attention to our missing, time-displaced adventurer, Dr. Heinrich von Kliegel, who is currently rotting in a not-very-padded cell at the AT&SF Hospital. His only source of entertainment? Coming from a future radio-like device called a radio, from which he is listening to his new favorite radio program, Tales of Adventure.
4: I haven't seen a crowd this dead since the last Fairbanks Junior picture opened.
3: Oh, I believe I did, young man. It went something like, Did I ever tell you about the fountain?
4: Of yours?
1: Exactly. Quiet, all of you.
4: I believe
3: it's over this ridge. It is true. He has said it six. Six times. Uh, uh, if I know my little John Thomas, he's an upright fellow pointing in the right direction. Sometimes, it simply takes a little bit longer than you might be expecting.
2: Oh, Oh my! (laughs) Where'd she go? Beverly! Beverly Smith! What do you know?
3: That screwy dame pulled a Houdini. You mean she pretended to feel well only to die two days later? I just meant she disappeared, Dr. Morbid.
4: Hey, I'm stuck in a well 50 feet below the ground. I can't see anything, you guys, it's cold. And there isn't a way out. Oh, oh, and I'm up to my waist in water.
1: Ah, you see, I told
0: you it was over that bridge. So, she has stumbled upon that for which we
3: seek. Whatever you do, young lady, do not drink the water!
0: Oh, oh, you will think I should drink the water? Oh, okay! No,
3: Miss Smith, do not! I say, do not drink from the fountain! We do not yet know its possible effects!
5: The Echoes, they play funny tricks on their voices, don't they?
4: It almost sounds like I shouldn't, but well, here goes! (laughs) it because you're a well! I crack myself up, I tell ya!
1: She'll be remembered for her contribution to science. Now who's being morbid? We aren't just going to stand here, are we, chaps? There's a lady in mortal danger to rescue. And a priceless mythical elixir to squeeze out of her clothing.
4: You think of everything, don't you? I brought a jar!
6: That's enough of that nonsense. Well, how rude. I was quite enjoying that program.
7: Were you? Do you derive enjoyment from studying human culture?
0: I suppose I do, in an anthropological sense, yes. So, you
6: admit it. I'm sorry, who are you?
0: We're the ones asking questions here.
6: I'm Special Agent Johnson, and this is Special Agent Smythe.
0: Johnson! Am I to assume, by your well-tailored black suits, that you do not work for the hospital,
6: sir and madame?
7: Let's talk about who you work for, or more to the point.
6: What planet you work for. Other than this one, you mean? Don't get clever, Marvin. My name is Heinrich, actually. Oh, really? So we have a Nazi alien here, huh? You mean, like, Adolf Hitler? Last I heard, he was on the moon. Aha! I served in the war, bub. I lost a lot of good men to the Nazis.
7: Johnson, put your peace away. The last thing we need is to clean green blood off the walls.
6: Fine. You're lucky.
7: So you know a lot of languages, Von Braun?
6: Von Kliegel?
7: I'll take that as a yes.
6: Klaatu Baradunito? Is that old English? Don't play coy with me, body snatcher. I got a kid that listens to that rock and roll all day and thinks he can mouth off to his old man. I don't need the same from some little green man. Rock and roll? Is that a kind of sport?
7: He doesn't understand what you're saying, Johnson. He's not from around here.
0: This is true. I'm from Texas.
7: Oh, is that so? Who's the governor of Texas?
0: Well, it was Dan Moody, but...
7: That's what I thought.
0: Do you even know who the president is? Not really, no. Last I heard, it was between Hoover and Smith, since President Coolidge chose not to seek another term. Do I pass?
7: Let's dispense with the charade, Martian. You're here for your buddy, aren't you?
0: To whom do you refer, madam?
7: You know who. Crash landing about 11 years ago? Just outside of this town? We knew more of you would come. Now tell us, is it an invasion? Or are you planning to sneak in disguised as crazy old men? I'm not that
6: old. I was born just before the Civil War, but... Another slip-up! You mean to tell us you're almost 100 years old? Nice try.
7: I don't know, he
0: does look pretty old.
6: A hundred? I'm sorry, but I'm afraid I don't know what
0: year this is. What? Years are different where he comes from, Johnson. I admit it, then. What? Really? It's true. I am a strange visitor from the planet Krypton, with powers and abilities far beyond
6: those of mortal men. I knew it.
7: He is quoting the Superman radio show, Johnson.
6: You're mocking me? You creepy little pod man. I'll clean your clock, see?
7: Get a hold of yourself, man.
6: I don't have to take that from a woman.
7: Ow! You'll take it when this woman is your superior. You got it? I'm taking this up with the colonel. Go right ahead, and I'll be sure to tell him about...
0: the oh, you be this character is dies. my favorite. Yes, There's something yes. very familiar I, about like him. Hmm. Give I me that me radio. Oh! Dip. Well, now what am I going
6: to listen to?
7: That is it. When we get back to the base, I'm... Johnson, look!
6: What, his hands? Come on, it's just a scratch.
7: Yeah, a bloody scratch. Red blood.
6: Do you happen to have some ethyl's iodine? What, are you saying he's really human?
5: Remember
7: the other subject back at base?
5: Greenish black.
6: Maybe he's a different kind of alien.
5: Or maybe he is a Soviet spy. Who are you? A Soviet spy. What? Oh my, you shot them. How very observant of you, doctor. I'm sorry, madame, but do I know you? We have met before, 30 years ago. Oh? Does Tunguska ring a bell? Or perhaps the scepter of Khan,
0: Mistress Natasha?
5: You're... Alive? After leaving me buried underground? I
0: was going to say you're much older than I remember.
5: (coughs) Oh! That was a warning shot. Come with me now, or the next shot will be in your head, Da! Da!
6: What's
0: that you say? You don't remember Tunguska, home of the infamous mech Or Soviet super-spy Natasha? Or the extraordinary tale entitled To Russia With Love? Well, worry not, for it still exists on the magical interwebs at mtc.net, E-M-P-T-Y-S-E-A dot net, or on your iTunes dial. Go ahead and listen to it again during this commercial break. Hey, Jenny. Hey,
1: Billy. Boy, I haven't seen you since you got back from your vacation in Puerto Vallarta.
2: And look at what I got. It's my new Nova ring.
1: Wow, that's exotic sounding. What's a Nova?
2: No go. If I wear this, I'll never get knocked up.
1: Wow. Well, let's go give it a try. Hey,
6: senor. If you really want to get into the pants of an American girl, you got to buy one of my cheap plastic rings. They'll fall for anything. But it totally doesn't work. Hey, sweetie. I just got you this.
5: Oh, honey, what is it?
6: It's called a Nova Ring.
5: Oh, what's it do?
3: Doesn't matter, just, uh, take a taste.
5: Ugh, it tastes like mayonnaise!
3: New Nova Rings, imported worldwide by Ethel's International, now in Mayonnaise flavor.
1: Try Ethel's new Nova Ring, the only
0: on Bears. All caught up? Wonderful! Then let's all catch up with Captain Broughton and his screaming hipsters, plus Vesper, as they arrive at the AT and SF
1: hospital lobby.
4: I'm sorry, sir, but did you say he's a doctor here?
1: No, a patient, most likely against his will.
4: A Dr. Henry Van Kegel? Well, let me see.
1: Heinrich von Kliegel, woman!
4: A German? Great.
1: No, he's Texan.
4: Sure. Texan, I know what's going on here. You, you do? Yeah. My friend Loretta works over at Walker Air Force Base, and she's told me all about your secret Nazi relocation shenanigans.
1: Nazis? What Like Adolf Hitler? Yes, I heard he was on the moon.
4: Don't act dumb with me, mister. Let me guess, you lost one of your Nazi scientists, and he got picked up by our boys in white, so now you want him back to try and keep this all hush-hush, am I right?
1: Madam, I haven't a clue what you're yammering on about.
4: Yeah, nice accent. British intelligence, huh? Fought in the war, did you?
1: Well, yes, but... WW2 or Korea? Korea?
4: How many wars have you all had? Too many, Dickie. Step aside. Gladly. Oh, swell, another one. Another what? You government agents with your trophy ladies. Another pair of you came in half an hour ago. Do not pretend like you have any kind of power, sister. The patriarchy is just stringing you along, making you feel like you're part of the system, so you'll stay quiet.
1: Wonderful, a suffragette.
4: I've been reading these Betty Friedan articles, and... Stop right there. Oh.
1: Okay. Finally...
2: Sorry, but it's been a while since I used my... gift. That's why I asked Ricky to stay in the car.
1: Why keep it a secret, Kingsley? You flaunted your so-called psychic shtick all through the 20s.
2: That was a long time ago, Dickie. Now please, let me concentrate.
1: Don't let me distract you.
2: Hmm, you. Me? You said another pair of government agents came through here. I did, but they were much better
4: dressed.
1: Look, this contraption wasn't my idea. I needed to travel through time... You know, it sounds quite silly when said out loud.
4: Who were they here for? The John Doe in room
2: 1138. That's our man.
1: Wait, ask if they took any of his belongings, uh, specifically a harness like mine.
4: Right here in this box.
1: Splendid, hand it over.
0: As Dickie and Vesper rummage through the doctor's belongings inside, a randy pair of youngsters are rummaging through each other in Ricky Moon's hot rod.
6: Oh, baby.
2: Oh, Ricky, you're so fine, baby. Mm. Is that your
6: hand? Maybe it is. Maybe it ain't. Uh,
2: Are you sure we should be doing this right now, Ricky? It just doesn't seem right.
6: Oh, it definitely feels right, babe.
2: Oh, Ricky, I think... I think I love you. What? I shouldn't have said anything. i ruined the mood. Sorry.
6: Babe, it's cool. I know we've only known each other a little under 24 hours, but I feel like we have a connection, you know? I do. I
2: do know.
6: You know what? I want you to have this. Your leathers? Oh, Ricky, I couldn't. I ain't asking, babe. I don't know what to say. You don't need to say nothing. I got better uses for that sweet mouth of yours.
2: Oh, Ricky! Yeah, uh-huh. I know. No, 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 no. Look! What? What? That's him. The crazy old loon we're looking for.
6: You sure? How could I ever forget? Who's the chicken white? Looks like a nurse.
2: A nurse with a gun? We gotta get your mom and dicky daddy. Come on, come on! Oh, your jacket!
6: Keep it. Here they come.
2: We're too late. Someone got to him first and killed two federal agents. Oh
6: my God! We saw who took him. And there she goes, tearing ass out of here. Hop in, Ma. Wait for me! Hold on to your butts. I'm going to pop the clutch. What? Ah!
2: Lay a pat, Ricky baby.
6: I'm going flat out, babe. Don't worry. Ain't no one out running this hottie.
2: Oh, Ricky, I love it when you talk like that.
1: Well, I'm uncomfortable.
2: Am I the only one who feels dirty? Get your hormones under control and just drive. Dicky. get on the roof. Excuse me? Last time I saw you in 1928, you were still under the effects of the heart of the dragon, right?
1: Ah, you refer to my nigh invulnerability. Whatever
2: you want to call it. You are the most likely to survive something crazy.
1: I cannot deny this.
2: Good. Now get on the roof and do something crazy. alley Ricky, get as close as you can to that car.
5: Yes, ma'am.
2: I don't understand. Why is this nosebleed stealing our time-traveling alien?
0: We're about to find out. I don't understand. Why are you kidnapping me?
5: For Mother Russia, of course. Since Stalin died, I've been put out to pasture, as they say. Because I am Yosef's loyal servant and former lover. But they use the excuse that I am old. I am still just as virile and lethal as 30 years ago.
0: I'm sorry, can you go back to Stalin dying?
5: Look at this body. This catsuit fits like first day. But no, they assigned me to the middle of nowhere in New Mexico. They left behind my back that I am spying on aliens. Har har.
0: Aliens?
5: But now, now I have prize catch. The dealer of death, the killer of Stalin's favorite med-scientist, and the man who trapped me on the rubble of Tuguskin Tundra and left for dead. To be
0: fair, we also left Dicky for dead, so it wasn't personal.
5: Silence! You are the key to regaining favor with Pulit Bureau. Comrade Khrushchev will see me as the fine asset I am, and have always been.
0: Yes, I, I suppose that makes sense.
5: I'm glad you agree, Doctor. Dicky. You already said that. I do not care about... <gasps> Boosh, moi! Dicky! But how... He's wearing the WIT harness, which means he's come to bring me home. Not if I have anything to do with it.
0: Damn, Mist! You know, silencers are notoriously detrimental to firearm accuracy. Did I i tell you of the time I was out hunting with Teddy Roosevelt. He insisted on walking softly, so naturally I brought a muzzle for my rifle. Well, let me tell you. What are you doing?
5: Removing the silencer, thank you for the advice.
0: Oh no, no, I was merely telling a story.
5: I do not understand. I, I hit him square in the chest. Lie invulnerable! Wait, what is that madman doing? Geronimo! Give
1: me back my doctor! Get your hands
5: off me, ghost!
1: Ghost? Ow! That's it. Doctor, hold on to something! You wouldn't! I will...
5: Will
0: what?
1: Hit a lady! And take the wheel.
0: Oh, Dickie! Where did he go? He jumped inside, but... Unreal!
2: Stop the car, Ricky.
6: Wow. Completely totaled, Daddy-o.
2: Come on. Help me with this door.
6: No way he survived that crash, Mom.
2: Ah! Holy cow! You nearly ripped that door off all by yourself! There's a lot I need to tell you about my past, son. I promise.
1: Oh, can I help? Oh, the stories I have. Dickie! Doctor! Hello, Miss Kingsley.
0: You're as lovely as ever.
1: How? Hm? Oh, I just wrapped myself around old Heinrich here and protected him from the crash as best I could.
0: No harm, beyond the excessive vertigo. I think I'll sit here for a spell. I'm glad your W.I.T. harness is still intact.
1: Ah, yes, Ricky, old boy. Could you hand me the bag from the back seat?
0: Here you go, Daddy-o. Did anyone ever tell you you bear a striking resemblance to our dear friend Randolph Moon? Does everyone know Dad, Mom? Mom? Who? Vesper? But that's impossible. She'd have
1: to. With... Oh... Oh my... Best not to dwell on it for your sanity. Hey, just strap this on and we'll be off. Back to our proper time, yes? Oh, I don't know if that will work. Excuse me? These harnesses were designed
0: to work with the WIT device that we built in India. Wait, you mean we can't return without it? Well, not unless we can travel back there and hope it is still operational after all these years. <laughs>
5: India, (laughs) your laboratory is gone. Destroyed when you were killed, little ghost.
1: When I... what? Why do you keep calling me that?
5: Because you have been dead for 30 years, ever since the attack.
1: Vesper, what is she going on about?
5: I can't tell you, Dickie. One shouldn't know about their future. Says who? The council. They took credit for the attack.
1: Wait, what council? What attack?
2: Oh, Dickie, we thought you were dead! The day you went missing. That, the day you jumped through time. That little monster in her automaton. Oh, Gorgo. The Empress of the New World Order. Randolph blamed himself. He lost everything in the Crash of 29 and was so racked with guilt over your deaths, he enlisted in the war. He came back a broken man.
1: How horrible. Indeed. Do you mean to tell me the stock market crashes in 1929? That is terrible. You son of a... Babe! No! Hope, baby, talk to me! RICKY! What is it? (laughs) It
5: appears the silencer hid someone after all.
1: That's enough out of you, Shiba. Doc, can you do something? Oh, dear, no. I am
5: not
0: a medical doctor, young man.
2: It's all right, RICKY. I'm just sorry I'm leaving you so soon, baby. Tell my daddy. Tell him...
6: Oh, baby! Don't leave me, babe! I'm sorry, RICKY. She's gone. Doctor, what's happening? I don't know. The harnesses shouldn't be
0: doing this.
2: Doctor? Dickie! Where are you?
0: Vesper? Vesper? Where did they go? I don't believe they went anywhere, little Dickie. It is we
1: who moved.
0: You don't mean- We're in the future!
1: Again! Applesauce. Oh, what year is it now? 1988! Really? how do you know that? That billboard over there. Oh, I see. Dukakis for president, 1988. A Greek for president. Now I have heard everything. Doctor, watch out!
2: Like, oh my god! What's your damage, dickweeds? I could have run you over standing in the street like a couple of noids. God!
0: My apologies, madam. We didn't mean... Hope? Is that you? What?
2: Like, have we met, old man? How do you know my name?
0: <laughs> oh, dear. Now I am confused. And aren't we all confused, Doctor? Aren't we all? How can this be the same girl who died in her boyfriend's arms 30 years prior? How did our heroes jump in time once again? And how will this Dukakis fellow do in the 1988 presidential election? Who knows? It's the future. Know what else is in the future? The next exciting, temporally challenged episode of The Eternal Return, only here on Tales of... The Extraordinary!
1: Keep your claps going! Give it up for birthday girl, Bonnie Gordon! Mr. Jamie Huff in the back over there! He's, he's periscoping us. The future. Yeah. My lovely wife, Karen Brooks, playing with her phone. Woo! Joseph from Windows to Sky, queuing up the Windows to Sky. Woo! Mr. Chris Rickerbar playing his own son. Yeah. Let's, oh, Bennett Cousins. Woo! <laughs> I have no quip. And Jordan Byrne Did is somewhere have, out there. Oh, yeah. yeah, he is. And Rachel Beaver's waving her hands. Woo! Did I miss anyone? Is that everyone? Myself, Mr. Michael T. Coleman...